Hello and welcome to Let's Solve Nothing. I'm Maureen O'Connell. And I'm Joanne McNally. And this is the podcast where we take a topic and we try to solve it. Got a little bit of a spoiler for you? We never really do. Now, sometimes we actually make it worse. So, Joanne McNally, what are we not solving today? Today, Maureen, we are not solving Hilaria Baldwin. However... <laughs> Because we're a little behind on the Hilaria thing, because we were on our Christmas sabbatical, it's a wider topic around accents and spoofers and faking it. Faking it. Faking it, basically. Yeah. And the rights and wrongs of it and the ghastness of her situation, which has given me no end of entertainment. I'm in defence of her. I'm, and I will continue so- to call her Hilaria because she identifies as a Spanish person and I, it's 2021 and I respect that. So I will still so, call her Hilaria. I'm not going to dead name where, her and call her Hillary. These are these are where the really the really interesting issues that I I never thought that in a relationship with Alec Baldwin that there could be someone else who was the problematic one. When you've got a fellow who'll call his daughter a thoughtless little pig when she's a child. And she's the problematic one. How the, like, she's going to be sitting there going, what the hell have I done if I'm the bad one in this relationship? I'm the one whose people are going, what the hell? For anyone who doesn't know, basically, what, long story, very, very short. Very short Oh, What's the Spanish for short? <laughs> Tino Tino. <laughs> <laughs> Hilaria was born like Hillary, totally basic Boston white woman and has been um, basically kind of suggesting, pretending, acting like a Spanish woman for near on 10 years and someone aged her on Twitter and there's all these clips going around of her kind of faking a Spanish accent and kind of dipping in and out of a Spanish accent. Website saying she's from Mallorca. Alec in various interviews saying my wife is Spanish. Like there's no, like now obviously she's backtracking and she's like, I just, I, I love culture. But she called her kids the Baldwinitos. That's what she called them. And called them like yeah, Eduardo like and like Carlos. take some bullfighting on the weekend. Like it was a really big commitment. It was a lie. There's there's the, the original Twitter user, because obviously she was outed on Twitter because that's where All the, good the court happens. of public opinion actually happens now. Um, one person accused her of operating a decade long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. Yeah. But now she's sort of saying that she self identifies as a Spanish person. She's very, do you know what? She's, she's, she's not really dealing with it very well because I think honestly in that situation, obviously what happened was she's, okay, sorry. Let me gather my thoughts. Mm -hmm. They're downloading. (laughs) This all. Oh my God, the glitch is back. No, the glitch isn't back. The glitch isn't back. This is a, this is smooth. This is smooth. A smooth download. (laughs) Uh, This actually started, I think, this is punishment for Hilaria constantly posing half naked oh, here we go. with this amazing right. postpartum body because she loves having kids and she's great at like losing the weight, right? She's got a body to die for. And this actually started because Amy Schumer yeah. posted a photo of Hilaria posing in her knickers with her two-day-old baby and she's got like abs dripping the whole way down her body. And Amy, she's, yeah, she's kind of saying, "From me and Jean, she pretended to be her. We just want to say hi." Yeah, and it was a definitely, then, it was definitely a dig because I know, knowing a lot of uh, mothers, as in like mates who've had kids, that nothing pisses them off more than women posting the postpartum ripped 
body after because they Don't feel like shit anyway. Yeah, but can you imagine if you're leaking from every hole and then you've got a woman there wearing... Like, I'm not saying she did anything wrong. You know, she she looks great. That's what she wants to do, Grant. But I'm sure if you were leaking all over the place or if you've got cabbages on your boobs because you're trying not to get mastitis. Yeah. And you're just going, are you kidding? Are you kidding? And, and she's wearing lace underwear where you're like going, that would give me an infection in yeah. four seconds. Yeah, of course, it's going to piss you off yeah. because you feel like a piece of crap. Yeah, and if you know that behind the scenes, that girl who's making you feel like shit is like, hola, and getting full page spreads in Latino magazines when she's actually from Boston, you'd be like, fuck her, I'm taking her down. And that's, I think, genuinely so you, what happened. So, do, well, she actually, do you know that she once said to Vanity Fair Espana, Hillary, yeah. she said that her family had difficulty pronouncing her married name, Baldwin. <laughs> so like, I just, it's not that she's self-identifying as a Spanish person. It's that she's, she is utterly lying about it. And and what's his name? The husband, Alec. Alec. Is he in on he's, it, he's or is he is he being conned as well? This is the thing. He has said in various interviews she's Spanish. Yeah. Then she's also said she's grown up between Spain and Boston. And then in other interviews, when it's like about a football game, he's like, "Oh, I'm going up to Boston. My wife's from Boston. I'm going up there this weekend. I'm going to get murdered because there was some sort of a, a sports game on." Yeah, she's so. She's it, a York. I think a York and Bostonian. That's basically what you, she's saying. Let's say Paris Hilton. She has played a character since she was 19 years old. Mm. You know, the blue eyes are fake. She actually has brown eyes. The baby voice is not her actual voice. She's, yeah, she's a smart and intelligent woman. Yeah, she played dumb for 10 years, basically. Exactly. But we all kind of knew she was playing a character. Yeah, I, I didn't. Or was I she pulling she was the wool over our eyes? Really thick. Oh, you thought she was just really I, thick. I bought it, like, because she's a great performer. But then do you think that's the, that's the, is there an issue with her playing thick for 10 years? I just don't understand. No, no, because she's, I don't think there's any issue with Hilaria either, to be honest. Like, I just think it's, what it is, is she basically took on, she married someone famous. She had no profile. She obviously felt very boring, very plain. She had nothing to bring to the table. She wanted to sass it up. She basically kind of took on a persona. She saw what Penelope Cruz was doing. She wanted a bit of that. She's obviously, she speaks Spanish. She was like, I can, I can do this. It's like, it's like play. She wanted a bit of spice. Sorry, she, she said that her family couldn't pronounce the name Baldwin. You Hold know, on a second now. But do you know that there was a, well, there was a comic called Mark Watson who is English and pretended to be Welsh for years. Had you heard this? Sorry, hold on one second. Mark Watson isn't Welsh? Mark Watson's not Welsh. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was, a, it was all a facade. Now, I was thinking about... For anyone who doesn't know, you'd know Mark Watson from all of the panel shows and you'd know him from... Uh, he's brilliant in Taskmaster. Yeah, he's, what? Are you talking... He's not... I did not know that. Not Why Welsh. did he pretend to be Welsh? So, uh, when he started, like, the same as Hilaria, he needed, like, a USP and he thought that being Welsh... It's like, you know, there's certain accents that people just invest in comically straight away. Irish is one of them. Scottish, Welsh is another one. So he was like, right, I'm just going to pretend to be Welsh. So he did, because his family, I think, is from Wales, so he can do good Welsh accent. So, but then it started, so he was doing his material in, in a Welsh accent. And then he started getting more gigs and more gigs. And then he was doing the Welsh accent in the green room, like to the other acts and stuff. And then people started yeah. questioning him. He was doing interviews in a Welsh accent. 
and then eventually he had to come clean because oh he was invited to some like like a Larry with the Latino Hello magazine he was invited to some um, I don't know celebrity of Wales event or something and he went and and then something he did feel like I'm the Welsh so when he would when he'd perform with other Welsh comics they would say to him oh I'm, I hope I'm on first because if you're on first like you'll get all the Welsh gags in and then he started feeling like he was taking money out of other Welsh people's mouths and he's he's from Bristol yeah very the Bristol good Bristol born comic revealed the lens he went to pretending to be Welsh when he started out maintaining his fake accent even in cars with other comics mm. people believed I was Welsh but he does go on to say that he does say that it was bad he was like I suppose I was it feels like I was blacking up now <laughs> So I'm just reading an interview with him from 2018. Yeah. What? So he had his own little grift. That completely passed me by. Yeah. Mark Watson wouldn't have expected that now. So, but like Mark Watson feels like on such a small level. The thing with Hilaria that gets me is like, how did her her parents seem like very intelligent, professional people? Did you see that all of her, a lot of her classmates from school? Yeah kind of started coming out on social media going I have been waiting for this for 10 years her name is Hillary I didn't I just thought that they were everyone said she's really sound and that's why they're like she's really sweet and that's why I felt really sorry for her now everyone has heard the cucumber clip of her forgetting how to say the word cucumber what is it? and an awful lot of this came out when people could finally say it was because Hilaria in response to Amy Schumer mm. she did a video saying she started talking and she was obviously angry at what Amy Schumer had done and she just forgot about her accent. <laughs> she puts up a four minute video and she forgets she's meant to be sad. So she did a huge guy, thing. It's so funny. She did a huge thing in the New York Times then after and she was like, <laughs> did you see this? She was basically saying, I was, I was reading it aghast. The thing is, she just won't just admit it. You're stung. Well, she says, she has said in that interview with the New York Times, the only thing Baldwin is guilty of, she argues, is loving Spanish culture. <laughs> she says her family frequently enjoyed Spanish cuisine and that when we weren't in Spain, we called it, we brought Spain into our home. It's so funny, isn't I it? Eat a lot of, I eat a lot of Chinese food. food. I'm not Chinese, no. Hillary. I'm not Chinese. And if you started doing an, a Chinese accent, like we'd be, this podcast would be cancelled in a second. So please don't. I think it's a funny one though, because there's certain like, she, I mean, look, let's face it, being Spanish is sexy. It's sexy. Do you know what I mean? No one's ever going to put on, like, there's certain accents no one wants to adopt. Yeah, but you see, the Latino community in America are annoyed. But everyone's annoyed about everything all the time. Like, come on, it's not, someone's like, it's cultural appropriation, it's ethnicity theft. It's not. She just wanted a fancy accent so she could get more work. Come on. I mean, if she was walking yeah, around in a Native American headpiece, living in a wigwam and but like then there'd be something different but she's not okay so so you think it's different because she is taking uh the identity of a, a powerful country exactly yeah 100%. So she's taking on a european identity we've gone all over the world i wouldn't say irish Spain. but people in europe have gone all over the world and have colonized it spain's grand do you know what i mean <laughs> like spain I, is grand spain is fantastic spain's grand. i understand i do understand spanish People getting pissed off saying like, oh, I could have done the, you know, she was winning awards for Latina, like for Latina celebrities and stuff. Yeah. But like, come, get, come on. Like, she, she wins. But at the same time, should they not just have been actually annoyed that she was winning awards just because she'd married a rich man? 
But I mean, that happens over and over and over again. Exactly. But what did she do with Alec? Is this not the interesting thing? When she met him in a restaurant, did she put the Spanish accent on straight away? Like, she mustn't have. Well, she says they met in a restaurant. Now, I do think that, and I know a couple of stories where when women who don't necessarily have a profile meet men who have a profile they always, always pretend they didn't know who he was. (laughs) Did you notice this? Oh, she said that, that her, uh, Alex said her upbringing in Spain. uh, That's why, that's how she explained that she didn't know who he was. Yeah, she's a smart bitch, basically. (laughs) She she is, like, come on. Because men, like, in that position, they don't want to feel like they're being um, given the time because of who they are, so they love the idea that it's just on their charm and that these these women don't know and they're not interested in their profile and all the shit. But now we know she's a total spoofer, so she probably did know who he was. But anyway, she said that she was speaking Spanish in a restaurant in a vegan restaurant that she was working in, I think, and that he said to her, "Who are you? I must know you." And she says the first yeah. thing she said to him was, "I'm from Boston." <laughs> So in all the interviews, he's like, hi, my name's I'm from Boston. She's like, that's the first thing I said to my husband. But like. Sure, she did. I love your accent. Can you give me another hilarious? Kind of southern there. That's the first thing Can I said to my husband. Can you give me another hilarious there? Now. <laughs> I can't. My, hus- my husband. husband. I can't do accents. I never have been able to. I can't. I can barely do my own. My own accent is very difficult to do for myself. It's exhausting. I heard someone describe Your accent as a fake accent. Huh? Your accent is a fake accent. The most hated accent in Ireland, apparently. Thank you. But it's also a fake accent. People say... Oh, yeah, I know. I'm actually from Chile. (laughs) Yeah, that's what... (laughs) I took on an Irish accent to advance my career. Gay Burn, he had a a campaign against your accent. What? Yeah, he had a campaign about the South County Dublin accent and he's gone about how fake it was and how it didn't exist 20 years ago. Accents do evolve and change. Like, look at, look, all the greats have had a change of accent. Lindsay Lohan started speaking with an Arabic accent at one stage. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. And they were like, she's there. I remember, <laughs> I remember bumping into one of my mates. <laughs> she, she said that she'd forgotten how to, how to speak English, wasn't it? No, she was just, a lot of, how you say? She's just so cultural. She's just so intelligent. That was kind of the vibe. She was like, I, she's like, I speak fluent Arabic, Turkish, Russian, Spanish. <laughs> But the thing with Lindsay is she's so crazy that someone goes, what's the deal with your accent? She's like, it is what it is. And then everyone just moves on. Whereas you're like, yeah, it's over. Hilarious trying to defend it so much. But I remember... Um, well, me- Madonna became English for a while. But that's... But like, the truth is, if I was living in Australia for 20 years, you have it... You, you pick it up. Like, you just do. Yeah. Now, yeah. Lindsay is not living in Arabia, to the best of my knowledge. But I remember I was met this friend of mine, Gavin. I was like, hi, Gav. He's like, oh, it's all in. Oh, what? And I was like... He's from Monkstown. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Gav, you all right? I was like, were you in London recently? He's like, yeah, I was there for the weekend, innit? I was like, oh. oh so they say no. it's a sign of a musical ear. I don't know. Oh, I think it's no. a sign of being a wanker. That's a, lo- that's a lot. Well, accents do change. You're dead right. Accents do change. I don't think that Hillary's accent changed. I think she just spoofed. Oh, hundred! And she got away with it for years and she did a great job of it. And there were... People that she knew in New York that were kind of like going, do you know what? Enough is enough. She's actually kind of pissing me off now. Yeah. I'm just going to subtly leave some hints and someone's going to do something. That's exactly what 
happened. Amy Schumer was like, I'm fucking done with your shit. God love her just like ha- I just think it's incredibly embarrassing. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm just embarrassed for her. I don't think she's, I don't think it's problematic. She's like, not I, in any way evil. Like, no. She just pretended something. Yeah, she's, um, they're comparing her to like uh, Rachel. That that name I can never pronounce. Rachel Dolzelals. Dolzel. Yes. Rachel Dolzels. I think. Dolzels. Is that what we're going to call her? The woman who pretended to be black. Yeah. And I'm like, come on now. That's a bit of a stretch. Rachel Dolzel. The woman who asserted that her self-identification of being black is genuine, even though it's not based in ancestry. That's a direct quote from that woman. But like she was post, she was pretending she was the victim of racist hate crimes. I remember on her Instagram, she posted a picture of a banana on her at the bottom of her car. And she was like, you know, this, this, this has to stop. I, like that probably never even happened. Like, that's a totally different thing. Hilaria wasn't pretending that's... that she was oppressed for being Spanish. Can I use a term? Well, of course, we can always. Someone, add... someone sent me a message the other day going, "Do you know what gaslighting is yet? Did Rachel gaslight us? No. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rachel is clearly like there's clearly some mental health issues there, she... I, but I don't consider what Hilaria's done cultural appropriation like I say it's like when Carly Kloss came down the um, catwalk in a suede bikini and a huge Native American headpiece oh the headdress headdress with those war bonnets that they used to wear they they used to sell in urban outfitters (laughs) yeah yeah but like growing up my my, my entire life was cultural appropriation if you go by that we were wearing bindies the amount of tan, that was questionable in itself. We were women of colour, we were yes. just orange. I have been reading um, an awful lot of articles recently about Faitan mm. and how white people have to stop doing it. No, no, no. My sex okay. life is sparse enough. If I can't use Faitan, if you're like riding a blubber fish, I'm not giving I up was... Faitan. Is that what you look like? Yeah. Are you that white? I used to write stand-up about it. It's like, I'm like just organs in a balloon. So... I'm like that as well. You know those people who are, you know, like people like Emma Stone or Katrina Balfe and they're this, they're, they can embrace their actual whiteness mm. and it looks nice. Mm. Whereas I just look blue yeah. all of the time or slightly grey. Yeah, no, I'm a, tra- it's like a translucency. Like you can see my, if I eat something of colour, like a macaroon or something, you can almost see it through me. You can, you can see a kind of ping pong down through your chest. <laughs> no, because I'm not that thin, that is, unfortunately. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. The only time I can put on fake tan is when I'm drunk. I put it on the other night and it was like I did a really bad etch-a-sketch or as though I'd gotten myself some sort of a fungal disease. It's really, really hard. And as a single woman, um, my problems are obviously bigger than yours. I can, mm, I, mm, I, there's mm. always just a white square on my back that I can't get. Yeah, but who's looking at your back anyway? You haven't had sex in ages. What if I'm going away on holidays? What if I want to go out in a strappy <laughs> top? Stop victim blaming me. <laughs> <laughs> but remember when you were younger and you go out covered in face hand, like you were brown. I didn't start no I would I I didn't start doing it until like I had to go on the telly and my mother kept texting me going you look terrible can you please she started sending me bottles of fake tan going please put on some sun shimmer my mother was the same when I did that travel show with Des last year for RTE mum was like oh yeah mum booked me a sprayer she booked me a spray tan she was like please love please yeah so I went down I was getting the spray tan I had my arse out to your one do you know what I mean you're practically holding your cheeks open and she's like we've met before you know (laughs) it's like (laughs) Great. 
<laughs> was she saying that you'd met at a social situation? Yeah, she was like, I met you at a wedding. Why bollock. did you have, why did she recognize your hole? That's quite worrying. Bollock naked. The same thing happened when I went for a smear test, right? I was up. She was like, do you mind? Because obviously I haven't had sex in so long. She couldn't get in. Because mm. I'm really tight. Mm. Yeah, she Let's call guys, the podcast that, right? So guys, she, guys, let her say that again. I'm really, you tell your friends. really tight. So anyway, she was like, can you just, can you sit up on your fists to like open yourself out more? And I was like, okay, as I'm up on my fists, wearing my, fa- wearing my face mask, she goes, are you that comedian? <gasps> <gasps> oh no. She goes, I know you. She was wearing a head torch about to go into my vagina with her hands. And I went, well, you're about to know me. Why was she going in with her hands and not that awful spatula? Well, you know what I mean? She was, was she oh, a yeah. head torch. Like she was about to explore my, my insides. I was doing my breast check exam. Doctor came in and chatting away anyway. And then he just goes, I know you. And I was like, Is there not? As he had his hands all over my boobs. It's so funny. He's like, Why now? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. And he just went, Loved you on the radio. They shouldn't have fired you. I was like, So I think I've got cancer and you're bringing up the fact I was fired. This is a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. He was a lovely fella, though. He was actually very nice. And then he told me I didn't have cancer. I was like, Yay. So, so was, good not having day. cancer. Such a good start. It's really good. Why didn't they just give you a pillow? Why did you have to sit on No, it's something about, I guess the fist, if you were sitting on your fist, it kind of opens you out a bit. I don't know. Anyway, Ladies, I was like, if you're driving the car, please don't try this. Gents, if you're driving a car, don't try sitting on your fist right now to see what, what it does to your pelvis. I'm literally sealing back up like you're, when you get your ears pierced and you don't wear an earring. <laughs> My hymen is like, I can hear it growing in the night. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's a better selling tactic. Yeah, the next time I sex, I'm going to be like, I might bleed. I'm going to have to like lay out a towel and everything like a virgin princess. There are women who pay good money for that. I read a book before. It was about growing up in Iran. And it was saying about like a lot of the women, because they have to be virgins when they have sex, anal is huge over there. Or what they'll do is that you can buy these blood capsules that they stick in themselves so that when the oh men... Oh my God, and it bursts. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, you're so big. I'm such a virgin. Isn't that mad? I also think it's mad that in 2020... There are men in this world who think that women's hymens don't break from, you know, walking around. What? You can break it. Your hymen can be broken for any number of reasons. Oh. It doesn't have to be from sex. I know so little about my own body. I told you I thought that I weed out the same. Did we have that conversation? What? That I thought I only had like one hell down there. Did I tell you that? We haven't. We have not had this conversation. Yeah, up until about a year ago. And it turns out we're like a miniature golf course down there. I didn't know. <laughs> We've loads of health. Hadn't a clue. Did you think your piss came out of the same hole as where you had sex? Yeah. You didn't. Okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thought it was all, I thought it was like a one hell situation down there. So did you not feel, you never felt that they were coming, that everything was coming from different areas? No. No, right. Okay. Right. I'm a bit worried about you. Yeah. Thought it all went up. Tampons, I thought it was just all one access point. Are you happier now that you know you've got more going on? I know, I'm way more interesting than I thought I was. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my God, buy one, get one free. I, you got a new hole out of nowhere in your 30s. Now I just know I'm wasting seven holes down there instead of one. Whereas men only have one hell. And I was like, that makes sense because they're quite, they're de- dealing with very basic machinery. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just kind of mentally change yeah. gear and then they're just, it's, they're a one hell, one hell man. I think the funniest thing I've ever seen on television in my entire life is from... Patch of Freedom. It, did you... Sorry, go on. Sorry, I should have interrupted you there. <laughs> it's from Bridgerton. You didn't watch that, did you? No. Do you know what I found at Bridgerton? The fucking trailer was so long. I'm like, I've seen it all now. Why oh yeah, it's fine. I didn't <clears> enjoy it. I thought that was really shite, actually. Just good looking people. And then everyone was like, oh my God, the sex is so amazing. I'm like, you're not watching the right television shows, lads. Or do I just watch too much porn? I'm a bit worried about myself now because everyone was like, it's so hot. It's, I was like, it wasn't that good. But there's this, I, I actually meant to send you a clip. I meant to record a clip so that you could see it. Oh. There's an issue with ejaculation in it. Oh. Right? Yeah. And when, is this a spoiler? I'm really sorry. This is a spoiler for some people. People when know. a certain character. I, I think people know men ejaculate. Go on. Yeah, exactly. But when a certain character doesn't want to ejaculate inside a woman in it, he does this hop offer really quickly. And it, squir- and it squirts. No, he like, he grabs like a tissue or something and he goes into that. Now she's a virgin, so she doesn't know what's meant to be happening. But when I say his jump offer is the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. It was <coughs> five o'clock in the morning. I was watching this show. I laughed so loud the housemate woke up. He was like, what? What? Who? What? I was like, nothing. Just watching some ejaculation. He was like, seriously, what's going on now? It, I have to send it to you. Send it, it to me. Is, gals, anyone who's watched Bridgerton, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like he was playing a game of leapfrog it, in the 1700s. I guess it's doing well, though, because it's, it's unusual to see period dramas like that with sex in them. Like actual sex 16. scenes. No, so you're like Versailles was on there a while ago. That was nothing but sex. Yeah. Like there's loads of them that have plenty of sex in them. I think it's just that when it comes to certain programs, we're starved of them. Yeah. And shows like that, when you want a good thing like Scandal or, you know, you want a Grey's Anatomy where there's some riding, there's some shifting, there's a bit of drama. We're just starved of them. So we'll watch any old shite. Yeah. Personally. It's the new mm, ride, and pre- ride and Prejudice. Oh, God. I had to watch Pride and Prejudice after that just to give myself a palate, a palate cleanser. So accents can be faked. Mark Watson faked an accent. Um, People fake shit all the time. Like, I'd love to see my CV. I used to put like, that I was, you know, sufficient or not sufficient. What's the word when you're good at something? Proficient. Proficient. (laughs) Sufficient in orienteering. I'm proficient in knowing holes. Efficient. Proficient? What the fuck? Proficient. Sorry. Um, But like people fake shit all the time. There's a woman in America called Kimberly Kitchen who was was a very successful lawyer until she was outed for never having been to law school like I'd feel much safer with a woman pretending to be Spanish than with a lawyer who was had I'm no gonna, training like at the same time she's she's just teaching how to cook a few things and talk about being a mother she isn't actually going up in front of a judge so that's that's all right there are people who've been saying you know Hillary should be sued because I bought her stuff on the back of the <clears> fact <throat> she was a Spanish woman and oh come on they feel betrayed I know there's bigger things in the world. Yeah, I'd say there's like, like those fitness guys. Do you know what I mean? 
I'd say loads of them are like on the bag every weekend. You're still going to buy their well, DVDs. Well, see, this is what I think is hilarious about an awful lot of like people who are vegan and they go on about what goes on in your life and you're like, you had half of fucking Brazil up your nose at the weekend. Come yeah. Come to me now, calm exactly. down. Everyone's so, faking it a bit. Come on. Yeah. Oh, sure, we all are. Yeah. But even when you go back to CVs, how many people had, you know, under hobbies, orienteering, fly fishing, you know, all this shit that you didn't do. I just read books and watch television. Why Why isn't that good enough? It's not good enough to put those things down. All you were doing was getting a job in a shop where you had to count out pay, penny sweets for children. I don't have to have any hobbies to count to 100. Exactly. We're in, I know we're going to do an episode on hobbies because I know you're really upset about the fact that telly's not considered a hobby. And you feel you have to pretend at other things, I'm the same. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. What, what's wrong with me saying I love watching te- That's what I do with most of my time. What's wrong with me saying I like drinking wine in bed and watching the Apollo? What's wrong with that? That's it. I can't put telly as a hobby on my dating profile. Why? You have to pretend that you love yoga and that you love lifting weights and squatting. I love squatting. Uh. But are we not in this world where most of us, where there's a large portion of the population, yeah, who like that stuff. But then there are people like us who are like, I've got no interest in any of that. I want someone who wants to sit down, drink tea, drink wine, drink and watch television in the evening. I'm, I'm getting on. Yeah, but you see, you've got that now. I know. And it's it's great. But I, I always went for that. It was always someone who just wanted to sit down or else go out in the rats. <laughs> sit down. What are your hobbies? That's, sitting that's down it. mostly, really. What's, what's wrong with a bit of sitting? <laughs> I see no issue here. I know. I hate when lads on top. So why are you looking for cuddles? <laughs> like, don't There is no way that's ever been on a dating cuddles. profile that you've I'm seen. like, I could not be, like, if I could get an erection, I would a lot. Like, there's just nothing... Women want a bit of throwdown. What are you looking for in a relationship? Someone to cuddle. Gross. Now, I love a cuddle. Cuddling is it's a natural instinct when you're mad about someone. The idea of cuddling a strange man is sickening. Like, I'm not that desperate. So, Joanne, have we solved faking it? Yeah, I think we have. I think it's grand. Yeah. Hola. Hola. <laughs> so, we've solved Hillary's faking it, not for everyone, because we all know that Rachel Dolezal, bad, bad... So it depends on what you're faking. Yeah, I also think people, like, I, you know, I'm... And the catfishing element of things, it's not good. I think the self-appointed guardians of culture, like, I I understand, like I say, there's parts to cultural appropriation I too totally understand. And then there's also parts to cultural appropriation where there's people saying Miley Cyrus doesn't have the right to twerk. And I don't agree with that. <laughs> That's taking it too far. If she wants to twerk, she gets with her tiny little bottom and she does it badly. Actually, she's grand at twerking. It's just a bit awkward. Like It's no Lizzo. Exactly. I was told I shouldn't be wearing hoop earrings because they're for the Latinas. Sorry, excuse me now? Yeah, and I was like... Who? 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 People, it's like a sad thing. Oh, piss off. You're not taking my hoops away from me. She's like, they're fucking, they're selling them pennies. What? That's ridiculous. I got them on Henry Street. It's not like I went in and raided Latin America for them. So hold on, are they saying that we didn't have, I suppose we didn't have hoops, we had a lot of torques in Ireland. <laughs> so basically, we, we can only wear so shawls. Can I just go, I'm going to take, take a torque from my neck and put in my ears and there you've got a hoop. We should only be oh, wearing um, iron shawls and uh, like Viking bars through our nose basically. 
I think that oh, But then are we Vikings What are we Are we taking it From Scandinavian people I don't know I don't know We should just be naked Naked in the hills Of Roscommon That's all we're allowed oh to God. Wait until the aliens arrive And we start Fucking dressing like those We'll be murdered <laughs> Faking it Do it We haven't solved it no. Just don't be a dick Don't be a dick about but it Please God Please please Cultural appropriation, please. Do not take my fake tan or my hoop earrings because without that, I'll just look like a goblin, a white gargoyle and I'll never be penetrated again. So. And that added to the knees with the baby's faces. Their faces, yeah. People are sending me their knees, their faces and their knees now. I've been asked, I've been gotten a how are her her baby's faces. Like, are they as, Marina, have you seen them up close? They've been born. Did you get them taken out when you went in for your surgery? No. They kind of only show up, I suppose. Like there, can you see them there now? They're, they're kind of gone now. I think it depends. Yeah, that just looks like a knee. Yeah, I think it depends. I think when I put on weight, like when I put on a few pounds over Christmas, the baby's face are really, really obvious. Pronounced. It looks yeah. like I buried a face or it looks like I need a baby with my knee. Do you know what I mean? And like, like, like if you punch someone in the face with a ring and the ring stamps in their face... It's like yeah. a baby's head butt of my knee. Does that make sense? Okay. It do- yeah, totally. Everything about you makes sense. <laughs> the woman who thought that she pissed and put her tampon into the same hole. Okay, it is time to move on. A little bit of a news cruise. Joanne McNally, what do you got for me? So um, this is something that I'm like, oh, very mixed feelings about. Uh, the Sex and City Sex and City reboot without Kim Cattrall. I, like, me and you have kind of discussed this previously. Um... I think without Kim, firstly, I'm in, I'm annoyed at Kim. Okay. I feel like we've all invested heavily in that character. This is what I don't like when actors' personal lives get in the way of our enjoyment. And it pisses me off that she doesn't get on with your one Sarah Jessica Parker. Although Sarah Jessica Parker seems like a bit of a wanker. Basically, Kim Cattrall was the only interesting thing in that show. Without it, there is no show. And okay, I, so... They're, I'm telling you, I said it on Instagram. They're going to end up doing something ridiculous, like Charlotte's going to transition and Miranda's going to be a relationship with a black lesbian. Now, this is this is my issue with what's... Uh, and just like that is what the reboot of Sex and the City is called. What what famous line is that from, from the original series? And just like that, it was about big, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's always that, like, it's always that kind of like, and I thought to myself, it's always this kind of whimsical... No, 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 but it was a different, it's a, it's a famous line because um, her original line is when she's typing is, I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. But, and just like that, I think it's kind of at the end and it's about herself and big. Yeah. Now, the two, I don't think Sex and the City has aged very well. I've tried to watch it and sometimes I'm just a little bit cringe about it. The two movies were horrendous, especially the second one where it was just an ad. Like that was yeah. just an ad for the Middle East. And I was sitting there going, are ye not mortified? Now they're getting one million each an episode. This is on HBO Max. So HBO are looking for things to, to sell their streaming service. I think that they are going to swing at every ball. Mm. So that is every issue in the world. Sarah, uh, Carrie talking about climate change and how her wardrobe has affected the climate. Yeah. You know, Black Lives Matter, Mm. uh, trans rights, JK Rowling, (laughs) MAGA. I think Sex and the City, the the movies were not true to the series because the series, I thought, was brilliant, hilarious, um, uh, life-changing, ballsy, edgy, 
ahead of its time, modern, all those things. And then suddenly, but it was kind of cheesy in parts. And Kim, like, Kim was the one that could deliver those cheesy lines. And she kind of took the, she kind of added the crack into it. Otherwise, it can be very up its own hell. But then the movies just lost a run of themselves. It was like, we're not looking to you for moral guidance. And I can't afford Manolo Blahniks. Plus, they're rank. Why do you keep trying to sell me Manolo Blahniks? All these Alexander Wang dresses. Like, no, 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 no. I liked your kind of fun tube top things and your big chunky girl jewellery and stuff. I I, I don't know why. I don't know why this has turned into a high fashion event. And Charlotte basically Uh, shouldn't even be there. She's never done or said anything of of note. See, the thing is, with all of the cheesy punny lines... Um, well, he put it in my hole. Yeah, it was the arched eyebrow of Kim Cattrall yeah. that made all of that work. And without her, are we just looking at the most self-obsessed character in the world, which is Carrie? Mm. You know that episode where Miranda puts her back out and Carrie goes over to help her but just wants to talk about Aiden. Yeah. That episode is where I turned against her. I was like, yeah, you are. You're the worst. Yeah, you are the worst. She is an asshole, yeah. But like that. But she's an asshole. But it's the same. But I still, the four of them worked together. Exactly, because they're our mates. So we feel like they're our friends. And most of the time we think they're assholes because that's what friendship is. Can you remember on nights out when we were all young and we'd be like, who's the Carrie? Who's the Samantha? Oh my God, you're such a Samantha because you'd shifted someone at a club or something. That was what was beautiful about it. We could all see ourselves in it. Like, I don't think anyone's watching Br- Bridgerton and going, I'm Daphne. You know, they really did find this element I mean, uh, of what we were all out. Now, it was written by gay men. I think they just kind of wrote gay characters, gay male characters from New York and just put them in women's bodies. And it was brilliant. Yeah, the truth. Absolutely brilliant. The truth is, and like, not that, not that anything needs to be kind of we're not looking at these things for reality but like as if Charlotte and Samantha would even look at each other in the real world in fact they they didn't get on at all there was like but there was even they kind of alluded to that in the series and stuff do you remember when but do you not do you not think that we all have maybe you don't but I think that an awful lot of people have one or two people depending on how big your group is that you know you wouldn't be friends with only for their friends with one of your friends. Of course. That's what their relationship is. They never text each other. They're only in the group chat with each other. Yeah. They're never going to meet up by themselves. Sometimes they roll the eyes when that person's coming along. We all have that person. Totally. I have loads of friends. We're all hanging on with the skin of our teeth. I wonder though what they're going to do with her. Will they kill her off? Will they just... That's the thing. Is Samantha dead? No, I don't think they could kill her because then they'd have to be dealing with her. I think it'll just be like she stayed in LA or something like that. I'm alarmed. I'm concerned. But obviously I'm going to be dug into it. Yeah. Give me your story of the Um, week. Are we going to have a little bit of a chat about lorry drivers from Britain trying to get into Belgium and their ham sandwiches being taken off them? Hilarious. This is so bonkers everything to do with Brexit we're all learning as we go along so the British lorry driver arrives to Belgium and they're like no you can't bring any food any food products in here we're going to have to take your ham sandwich and he was like can I keep can I just take the ham out and keep the bread and the customs officials are like no we are going to have to take whole sandwich why am I Russian I don't know (laughs) oui monsieur I'm I'm Hercule Poirot what mate can I just keep, can I just keep my bread? That was actually Never quite good. Accent. He's obviously on a protein high diet. Like, would you not just give out with a fucking sandwich? Well, you must have been just starving. 
I, like to be honest, I was, I was, I naively thought Brexit would not affect me. I was like, are we going to lose Zara? No, fine. I was like, can I still whiz through airports? Yes. Are we going to get the North back? No. Grant, so what's the concern? That was a joke. I love the North. <laughs> I actually do love the North. But then, do you know so what today I did? I haven't been doing my normal role of being like, she's joking. So Joanna's <laughs> having to do it. I'm really enjoying this. If you're going, that's a joke. It's a joke, everybody. <gasps> Maybe we should cut that bit. But then I realised, <laughs> um, I went out, do you know what? It's, this is my life. It started to affect me. I went down to get my SodaStream canister refilled and they're like, we don't have any canisters. I was like, why? And they're like, Brexit. So now the British have robbed me of the ability to home cook sparkly water. And I'm fucking raging. Now I want to know what the hell happened. I'm like trolling Nigel Farage. I'm like, enough is enough. 48% of the people voted against this. We need to hear our voices. So now you're really involved because of SodaStream. Also, thank you so much. You have cleared something up for me. What? Because you have so, I'm like, is she, I meant to ask you, I was like, is she buying that much sparkling water? Because it's very expensive. You get the soda stream. Obviously. Obviously. I'm hooked to it. Yeah. Like I piss bubbles. It's the best thing ever. I can't drink. Okay, as as Joanne just said, she pissed bubbles. She was about to stand up on the screen. We're, We're recording this remotely and I swear to God, I thought that you were about to stand up. Show me your holes and see if bubbles came out. I was afraid there for a second. Enough howl talk. Let's move on. <laughs> you went to stand up. I was like, what's she doing? Why is she showing me her crotch? I'm getting my soda stream canister. <laughs> yeah, so the British have rocks robbed us of um, sparkly water. It's like a it's like a famine, but with sparkly water. I'm absolutely outraged. Genocide again. <laughs> we have another news story. Oh yeah, my favorite news story this week is woman attempts to get around pandemic rules by walking her boyfriend on a leash. <laughs> No. So in Canada. No, 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 no. Look at this. Into this. This is just a sexual proclivity. Come on now. Look at this cheeky bitch. So basically, in Canada, there's a four-week long curfew, right? So they all have to stay in the house between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. So, so the only way you can get out of the house is for essential workers or if you need to walk their dog. So yeah. one woman attempted to use the latter exemption for her own benefit on Saturday evening, shortly after the curfew came into effect. Um, she was fined for being stopped walking her partner on a leash. <laughs> they said, you can't do that. She went, excuse me, what? I'm just walking my dog. The couple did not collaborate with the police at all. They tried to they tried to fine her. She was like, I'm not paying that. The story rolls on. People are getting inventive. People are like, do you know what I mean? But Joanne, does he self-identify as a dog? This is the thing. Much like Hillary self-identifies as a Spanish person. Exactly. We live in fluid times. So then does he have to, like, if they're like, okay, if you self-identify as a dog, I need to see you pissing against a tree. I need to see you barking. I need to see you sniffing another dog's arse. Like, could there be parameters that you have to check to see how much you actually self-identify as a dog? I mean, he could probably get away. Like, there's place, there's definitely people who would agree with him. He's like, I I identify as a Labrador. They're like, fair enough. Honestly, she could have just, I don't know where she was going. She could have said she was a nurse. Probably would have been easier. I was just about to say, what, but why do they both have to go out together? Anyway, <laughs> all right, okay. I'd just like, just go out yourself. I'd say they're the local loonies, do you know, that way. 
if you're planning on self-identifying as a dog or anything else, please do let us know. You can find us on at Let's Solve Nothing on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to the, you're listening to this podcast, so you know where you can find it. But if you would like to subscribe, that would be lovely. That way, you know when there's a brand new episode. Yes, subscribing. That's the thing. This is the first episode that we have done remotely remote recording so it's 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 I hate looking at myself I, it's so annoying like I'm gonna end up getting a nose job I just feel like I need to move my eyes from where they are to like where my nose is for zooms it's like do I have to get them extended do I have to because it looks like hollow holes where things go to die apparently the queries for plastic surgery have gone through the roof no yeah during lockdown yeah between that and the, the filters on Instagram, you're like, right, well, I need about six grand's worth, more, 60 grand's worth of work done to my face. That's why I refuse to use filters on Instagram. I just think you can lose yourself and you get so upset, upset when you look at yourself in the mirror then. So I'm like, no, I just need to know what I look like. Yeah, you're like, oh my God, why don't I have dog ears in real life? I'm so sexy <laughs> as a dog. So that my girlfriend can bring me for a walk. I always thought that's a really good check of Botox. Because you know the way you have to raise your eyebrows for the dog filter, for the tongue to come in and out? <laughs> <laughs> so if one of your friends denies getting Botox, get her in for a selfie and put on the dog filter. And if she can't get her tongue out, she's lying to you. Oh, look at you. That is your little evil genius. Life hack. Do you know the way the vaccine is reacting with fillers? Is it though or is that, that just bullshit? No, look at it. It's a new scientist. It's in all of these things. So they, they have seen some reactions with Botox. So this was in trials in America. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It just makes your face explode for like an hour or two hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, very- yeah stung like it's grand so I heard it just turned you into an infertile lizard I didn't hear anything about when it reacted I, I just thought that you got better 5G signal and that you just set Bill Gates all the time like that's what I'm expecting to happen that we just next time we're doing a podcast and we've got the vaccine we're just like Bill Gates Bill Gates <gasps> Bill Gates and China, 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 China 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 <laughs> You can follow us on at Let's Solve Nothing. You can also follow me on at Morin.O. And Joanne, where are you? Dunleary. Feel free to follow me around Dunleary any time of day or night. Break the 5K. Get yourself a, get yourself a lead. And Joanne will walk you. Clear History, which is a new show I'm on on RTE 2, is on Thursday nights at half nine. Oh, look at you. You're actually plugging something. Mm. Listen, you got to plug the work, you know. Uh, it's been lovely being back. I know people have been sending, they've been sending sort of topics they'd like us to cover. Yeah. Now, is it a bit too early for that? Will we keep going with stuff or will we get people to send us in some topics? No, I think no harm having topics to pick from. So if you want us to deal with something, you can just you can just get us on Instagram. At Let's Solve Nothing. We'll look at, the, we'll look at all the messages there if you want us. If not, we'll just keep on we'll kind of do what we want to do anyway uh, it's been lovely talking to you this has been Let's Have Nothing I'm Maureen O'Connell I'm Joanne McNally here's the jingle <laughs>